You are listening to the Feast Podcast from the Light of Jesus family. We share heartfelt and inspirational messages for you to reflect on and pray about. May this message help you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself to God's unlimited blessing. Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings healing and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved. I'm God's servant. Say it. I'm God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, have your way in us. Lord, teach us. Teach us to live according to our words, to to live and allow our talk be consistent with our walk, that we may worship you, O Lord God, in spirit and in truth. This is our prayer in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Are you being bothered by those sounds? Um... I, I I just want to know. Can you hear that? Is that is that uh, uh, bothersome? Okay, let let me just uh, okay just stay there for a minute. I'm gonna turn off all these messages, uh, messaging things, so that uh, you will. Okay. All right. So I'm talking about talk three pala. This is talk number three. Okay. You know, one time I, uh, we got a message about a friend who, who uh, passed away. Um, not during the COVID, even before COVID. And uh, this friend is really, 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 really healthy. And in fact, he passed away um, in the gym after doing some bike, uh, stationary bikes. And, uh, you know, after that, I, I was, we were really shocked because th- this friend was close to us. Um, we were really shocked. And I, I, and I kind of promised myself, I said, hmm. you know, with that, the, the, the uncertainty of life, even now, you know, uh, during COVID, the, life is uncertain. You, you, you have, you, you know, you talk to people today and tomorrow they're dead. And, um, yeah, when, when, when we learned about this friend who passed away, when after after doing some stationary biking in the gym, I I, I really made a promise to myself. Sabi ko, ayoko na mag-exercise. <laughs> Kaya ayoko mag-exercise. Um, but but uh, it's it's a fact that you know this friend passed away, and uh, you know the doctors who were seeing him said that's why it's very important for for us to always check our hearts. What is the state of our heart? Do we have a healthy heart? Or do we, uh, do we experience problems associated with heart problems? And uh, today we're gonna we're gonna talk about heart problems. We're gonna we're gonna talk about checking our hearts. We're gonna talk about um, giving importance to what is important. Okay. And and here I pray that while watching, while listening, I pray that God will perform a heart bypass where He restores the flow of His love of his healing love into your life. Today, while watching, while while participating, 
I pray that God will perform a heart bypass so that blood, love, healing love will continue to flow into your life. And if you believe that, and if that is your prayer as well, type amen. Say amen. 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 Let's continue. Matthew chapter 15, verse 1. Uh, this is already, uh, you know, in a few weeks we will end uh, the the series on, on, on the gospel according to Matthew. We've been talking about this for more than a year already. So we're going to read Matthew chapter 15, verse 1. And it reads, Some Pharisees and teachers of religious law now arrived from Jerusalem to see Jesus. Um, in, the, in the previous stories, you have Pharisees and Sadducees mm, kind of um, watching Jesus, monitoring what he's saying. They're closely monitoring him, and they were, they were refuting some of the things that he said. And, but, but that's no problem because they were religious leaders, but they're local. They're of local descent. I mean, in, in, in a particular, uh, wherever Jesus was born, in Jerusalem, uh, in, 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 you know, when he was born in Nazareth, Bethlehem, and all these, they were local. But, but today, as I read to you, verse 1, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law now arrived from Jerusalem. And Jerusalem was parang their head office. Okay? And uh, they came. They came. Uh, to see Jesus. I'm sure they heard about Jesus. Let's continue. They asked him, why do, you, why do your disciples disobey our age-old tradition? For they ignore our tradition of ceremonial hand-washing before they eat. <laughs> um, even during that time, hand-washing was already important. In fact, it's part of their culture. It's part of their ceremonies. It's part of their religious ceremonies. And the, 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 the leaders was asked, they were asking Jesus, why don't your disciples wash their hands? Um, in the 14th century, when there was a black plague, um, they were trying to, to look for the cause and they were trying to blame someone for it. And they, 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 they blamed the Jews because they, they were not getting sick. The Jews were not getting sick. And it is maybe because that they, were got you, they got used to this custom of washing their hands. And this is very important, especially now in the COVID times. In the pandemic era, you need to wash your hands. That's, your, that's, that's, one, of your first, uh, what's, that's one of your first line of defenses against the, COVID, the, the, the sickness. You just... Wash your hands. And the, the leaders were concerned about the, the disciples of Jesus not washing their hands, but they're actually missing out on something that's more important. That's more important than the, 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 the outward traditions. Okay? The problem during the time, friends, okay, what they saw as a problem, the disciples not washing their hands, you know, Jesus, Jesus was trying to tell them another message, to share another message. And um, as we go along today's talk, we will realize that 
the problem was not really in the not washing of hands or the washing of hands. The real problem in this part of Matthew and the, the, the real problem as Matthew is trying to convey to us is not the, the observance of, uh, of, of traditions, the, these traditions, but, but the, the problem was their distorted priorities at that time. They stuck to the outside traditions and they neglected the real important things. As I always say, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. What is the main thing when it comes to following Jesus? Main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And uh, I'll give you a story. The, uh, there's a story about two guys, Nebu and Sam. Nebu and Sam are two different people, and they come from two different social classes, the opposite, actually. Nebu was rich, and Sam was very poor. Now, Nebu, okay, Nebu had 5,000 sheep. 5,000 sheep. Sam had only one. Now, Nebu, one day, okay, one day, Nebu stole the one sheep of Sam, okay? And he was caught. So he was found guilty of stealing that one sheep, even if he already had 5,000 sheep, okay? Now, Sam um, was also uh, caught not following tradition, not washing his hand before before he ate, not washing his hands regularly. And during that time, that was a major offense. So uh, according to their, at, at least how they understood the law at that time, Nebu and Sam, Nebu and Sam were guilty. They were both guilty because they committed infarction. They committed something and they disobeyed the law. One law was do not steal. The other law was wash your hands. And I, I see a big problem there because Sam did not wash his hands because he was trying to fend very hard, to work very hard for the survival of his family. And here you see the, 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 the frame of mind and the mindset and the way they're thinking before and and if if you kind of believe that because because of our um, because of the need to obey to do to 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 uh, um, fulfill our obligation you know this is this is what I call legalism um, there is a problem here you see if everything is important then nothing is important. You know, it has to follow a, a, a hierarchy. It has to, it has to uh, have different importance. And, and, and Jesus was in beginning to tell them here that, look, it may be important, but there are more important things. Following the law is important, but the more important thing to do 
is to love. Because if you genuinely love, you will obey the law. If you genuinely love, you will fulfill your obligations. Okay? So, um, now, everything is important. When we get to um, nitpick, picky about that the, the 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 tiny details and we don't then then we lose sight of what it's all about the letter of the law versus the spirit of the law jesus was saying there says let, let, let's look at the spirit of the law because no matter how you stick to the rules to the law okay if you do that without love if you do that failing to love, then, then there's something wrong. Then there's something wrong. I'll continue to read from verse 3 to 6. Jesus replied, And why do you, talking to the leaders, by your traditions, violate the direct commandments of God? For instance, God says, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who speaks disrespectfully of their father or mother must be put to death. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, Sorry, I can't help you, for I have vowed to give to God what I would have given to you. In this way, you say they don't need to honor their parents. And so you cancel the word of God for the sake of your own tradition. Don't get me wrong. Traditions are good. Traditions are good. As Catholics, we have a lot of traditions, good traditions. But Jesus is saying here that if we stick to tradition and fail to love and fail to follow, obey, the commandments, the direct commandments of God, like do not, uh, like like uh, do not steal, the Ten Commandments, um, honor your father and your mother, learning how to forgive, um, putting God first, all these things. If you fail to 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 do one in favor of another, you're you're actually canceling it. You're actually canceling it. Okay, um, you hypocrites. Okay, and listen to this. This is this is the main message today. You hypocrites. Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you, for he wrote, "These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands from God." So you have here people, example, praying the rosary. The rosary is a wonderful prayer. It allows you to meditate on the passion and the life and passion and death of Jesus Christ. But, but, but we, we see that people, just to comply or just to say the rosary, they just rattle off and say it without really meaning it. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Sarado mo yung pinto. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. So, may init na ba yan? Oo, i-ask mo na lang. Glory be to the Father, to the Son. Sinabi na huwag ka lalabas eh. You know, just, just to comply, but we're not really putting it to heart. 
that's why that's why uh, Isaiah said, "These people honor me." You know, Isaiah wrote that this is God speaking. These people honor me with their lips. They're paying lip service. But what God is asking us is for our worship to be authentic. Worship to be true. Worship to be in spirit and in truth. Now, my question to you is, our worship fake? Is your worship fake? That's why we need to listen to the one big message for today. Check your heart. Check your heart. We have financial checkups. We have physical checkups. But what about your heart? Not talking about your physical heart. I'm talking about your spiritual heart. Check your heart. How is it? To continue, verse 11, it's not what goes into your mouth. How do you do that? Jesus was saying, this is how you're going to do it. How do you check your heart? Okay, It's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. You are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. Let's jump to 17. Anything you eat passes through the stomach and then goes into the sewer. But the words you speak come from the heart. That, that's what defiles you. So, friends, how do you check your heart? Check your words. Scripture tells us that from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So you look at people, you hear them speaking. What are they saying? What are the words that come out of their mouth? If they're so full of cursing, you know that their heart is filled with hatred, filled with maybe unforgiveness because they curse. Because from the abundance of the heart, what's inside your heart will be coming out and will be de determined and will be discovered and will be uh, realized by the words that, yours, that you speak. In other words, your words reveal your heart. Your words reveal your heart. And today Jesus is saying, you may, you, you, you may pray all the prayers that you can say, but if you're not loving, if your words have not changed, if your words are so colorful, and if your words are so full of cursing and cussing, then there's something ah, not right. But you know what? There's hope. There's hope. We can always change. Okay? Now, check your words, not only when you're praying, but check your words when you are living. In church, we say good things. In church, we say safe things. We say praise the Lord, amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen, etc., etc. But but once we get out of church, that's when the real battle begins. That's when that's where our real battlefield and our mission field is. Now, what are your words? What are the words that you say when you're not in church? Do you transform? Do you transform to become a tiger when you get home? And do you say bad words? Do you say words that cut to the heart? Jesus is saying, check your heart. Check your words.
let me tell you a story about three frogs. There were two frogs who fell in a pit. And the third frog was up there looking down at the two frogs. Soon enough, there were so many frogs coming. Maybe they were Filipino frogs. They were, uh, they were checking this out, Mausi, Ochocero. So they were checking it out, and they were, and the, the two frogs were jumping, trying to jump, 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 jump out of the pit, but it was just too high. Now the people there were saying, "Oh no, oh no, um, you cannot do it anymore." So they were saying, "You cannot do it anymore. So stop trying. You'll die there. Anyway, anyway, you're already old. You die there." And the, the the two frogs kept on jumping and jumping and jumping, and then the 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 the, the Many frogs up, up from up there, they were shouting, stop, don't try anymore. You'll just, you, you, you'll just uh, die faster. No, just, just, just stop trying. And then one decided to stop trying, but the other one kept on jumping and jumping and jumping and jumping. The one who stopped eventually died, but the one who, who, who were jumping, who was jumping, was jumping and jumping and jumping. And, and then every day he did that. And, uh, his his legs developed muscles and one day he was able to go out of the pit and once out the 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 people who were there were they were so amazed and they talked to him and they said we told you to stop why did you not stop and and the frog said <laughs> the frog said i cannot hear you i am deaf i cannot hear you i am deaf so he did not hear them saying stop that's why he continued friends many times in life we fail to do the things that we should be doing because we get distracted by the by the shouts of people telling us to stop because if you think you cannot because of the words that you hear then you are right but if you think you can, you are also right. Because Proverbs 18 says, the tongue can bring death or life. I love another translation of that. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So if you speak life, there will be life. If you speak death, there will be death. Right now in this pandemic, in your response, to the pandemic that we're going through right now? Do you speak life-giving words? Do you speak words of life? Or do you speak death? Do you speak despair? Do you, do you speak uh, doubt versus speaking hope, speaking mercy, speaking kindness, speaking love? Here's a fact, friends. You leak out whatever is inside of you. You leak out whatever is inside of you. Many times, sabi nila, ang isda nahuhuli sa bibig. Fish, they're caught by their mouths. And that's the same is true for, for people, human beings like you and me. We give away what we're really made of by the words we speak. So what am I saying? I'm saying be careful with what you say. Be careful with what you say because death and life are in the power of the tongue.
you use the same mouth to curse people, to degrade other people, to criticize negatively people, to destroy their reputation. You say you use the same mouth to say all those things, and you use the same mouth to praise God when you get to church on Sundays. The same mouth that destroys people you use to praise God? Let's think. Check our hearts. Check our words. James chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, the mouth. And sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Do we give lip service to God? We don't just lip, give lip service. We are practicing things other than our beliefs. We are practicing things and they're not consistent with our declaration of faith. We're not just not consistent, but we're also speaking words that cause death. Can we be not part of the statistics, brothers and sisters, that during this pandemic, it's easy, it's very easy to complain about what government is doing or not doing. It's very easy to complain about our leaders, by our industry leaders, and, and how, how slow they're acting or how fast they're acting, it's very easy to, to give in to the temptation of saying these words. But if we are real followers of Jesus, can we be consistent? Can we start speaking life instead of death? Can we start speaking life? Can we, can we just ask ourselves before we even say anything, will this give life? Will this encourage? Will this be... Promoting forgiveness will be. Will this be? Um, will people hear and, and and experience God's mercy and kindness through my words? If not, keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut, and try. If you fail today, try again tomorrow. Because again, let's keep the main thing. The main thing, and our goal is to be like Jesus in His love. Our goal is to be thinking like Jesus and talking like Jesus. I know you'll say, but he is God. No, no. Jesus said that you can do things even far greater than the things he did. If you'll only believe. Believe, brothers and sisters, that you are good. Believe that you have what it takes to be a life giver. That you have what it takes to be an encourager that you have what it takes to, to, to pull someone out of the pits and to lift them up and lift the body of Christ and lift the name of Jesus. And when his name is lifted high, he will draw all men to him. This is my prayer for all of you. Can I, can I, can I pray for you? You who are there, trying to be good, <laughs> trying to, 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 to be like Jesus. 
Put your hands over your chest as a sign that you're praying with all your hearts. Lord, we desire to be like you. Oh, we want to be like you, Lord God. We want to know you more. We want to understand more of what you really are and who you really are. Father, we pray that you just bless us today. Bless us today, O oh Lord, as we, as we desire and as we bring to you our desire to be like you. May we practice love. May we not be distracted with, with so many, so many things that, that discourage us. May our talk be consistent with our walk. And may our walk be consistent with our talk. I pray, O oh Lord God, for all those who are watching and praying with me right now. I pray that you make this happen in our lives, O oh God. All for your greater glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Light of Jesus family. For more messages like these, visit lightfam.com and click on Feast Teachings.